This episode of Blaster Podcast is brought to you by Know Your Company. Got 25 to 75 people in your company? Check out knowyourcompany.com, software that helps companies like Airbnb know their companies better. Mid-crawl! Time for a traditional 1950s black and white mid-crawl. Happy December, everybody! Uh, very good. What RKO style. Yeah, let's rock it RKO style. <laughs> RKO presents <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life, Part 2. <laughs> Times are trying for George Bailey, pillar of Gower's Grove, Grover's Corners. He runs a savings and loan, uh, even though he wanted to always be an adventurer. We see George building up his community and vying against the evil capitalist, Mr. Potter, who is also a necromancer and has put his soul into many horcruxes. Oh, fucking, um, what else happens? <laughs> also, George is married to Mary, the love of his life. Hopefully, things will get better for him, and they don't have to keep scraping by. Oh, yeah, we saw George wanted to commit suicide in the future. Will God's angel Clarence be able to stop him from destroying his life? Yes, but let's find out. Math Movies is brought to you by Togum Powder. Togum Powder, get out of your money. We're not having it in here. This is down there. Would you try it? I won't. See you later. This is Andy's last episode. Yay, I'm drunk. No, you're not. Happy December, everybody. <clears throat> yeah, guys, Merry Christmas. Merry or Christmas. happy Hanukkah. This is my favorite time of year. Happy Eid, which is maybe not in December. Eid? It's a Muslim holiday. Happy Oud. Okay, let's stop with that. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, you guys. Smash wipe. Two? Martini <laughs> and his enormous Italian family are packing up George Bailey's car, who is helping them move. Move to where? I hope not to that awful Potterville on the outside of town. All right now, Martini, all right, I think we're loaded up. This is going to be as much as I have room for. Mr. Bailey, as one businessman to another, I got to thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. The entire Martini family is really grateful. Well, I didn't do you any favors. You, you earned this yourself, Martini. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to move you into a new home. Ah, you're a good man, and I'm going to see that you're rewarded in the end. Capiche? I mean, all right. You, you, you let go of my lapels there. Now, uh, <laughs> all right, I'm going to give <laughs> you two new... kisses on the cheek there. Oh, thank Well, my goodness. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> all right, are you guys ready? Let's take this on to the, take you to your new home. Everyone takes them to their new home. <laughs> well, everybody, I just want to thank you for coming to the opening of the new martini household. Here's a bottle of wine for you, martini. And uh, Mary, what do you got? Uh, Mary uh, pulls out loaves of bread. This symbolic bread represents that you never go hungry again and that our two peoples will come together every Thanksgiving and share in each other's company. She bows. Yeah, all right. Uh, congratulations, Martini on the home. Hey, thank you. If there's ever anything the Martinis can do for you, you don't have to ask. <laughs> well, I don't know what that would be, but uh, I, I, I certainly thank you very much, Martini. They anyway. immediately start digging shallow graves. <laughs> <laughs> we better get out of here, Mary. <laughs> don't think we want to get any more involved. Mary takes the bottle of wine and smashes it on the side of the house. Bon voyage! Bon voyage. Come to Pottersville. Smash wipe! The Bailey family savings and loan. Uncle Billy sits alone at the counter. Jeez, this really does look infected. Oh, <laughs> god damn it. 
from since we're behind the counter, we can see that he is not wearing bottoms, well, but he has a very business-like top on. I should have never gotten together with a woman named Claruda. <laughs> he writes out the check for the day's earnings, All right. or a deposit slip, deposit and here. stuffs them into an envelope. Uh, yeah, there we go. All right, I got all the money from the bank or whatever it is we run. <laughs> I got all the money from the savings and loan right You're here. You're a savings and loan, and he, he, you run it out of the bank. Excuse me? So you need to take your money to the bank and deposit it so that they can <laughs> keep it in a place. You only keep enough on site to give people loans when they come in and require money from you. The tutorial paperclip. <laughs> goes back into his pocket <laughs> now that he knows what his next task is. <laughs> All right, I put this money right here down in the old pocket, and oh, hey, check out this newspaper. It looks like Harry Bailey, George's little brother. He's a war hero. Ah, this is uh, going to show this to everyone in town. Billy, are you coming down here or what? I've been waiting for like 20 minutes out here for you to close up that fucking savings alone. What are you doing? All right, baby. All right. Keep your mouth wet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Pretty good. Billy Bailey, the swingingest man in Grover's Corner, uh, takes the money and puts it in the middle of the new newspaper that he wants to hang on to. We and don't actually think that the town is called Grover's Corners, by the way. Uh, we just don't remember what the name of the town is for uh, real. So we're just going to keep calling it Grover's It Corners. could be Mexico City for all I know. Yeah, we don't know. Do they tell the name? I'm sure someone is right yelling at their iPod right now being like, it's not... But listen, it don't matter. We're all having a great time. It's Christmas time. It's Innsmouth. Anyway, on his way down to the sex basement, Billy Bailey chucks the newspaper with the money inside it, Andy, into the corner, and it lands inside an evil umbrella stand that is emanating a dark, eldritch energy. It is a horcrux of Mr. Potter, the evil capitalist whose body was shattered when he tried to kill the child George Bailey. Well, 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 what have we here? Sandy Claus, huh? Ooh, I'm really scared. The money falls into it. <laughs> oh, money. <laughs> Never mind what I was doing before. Oh, where'd this money come? Oh, the Bailey's money. And then... The umbrella stand hops out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Smash wipe. Now I've seen everything. <laughs> Says George as he walks into the savings and loan the following morning. And has uh, looked at every part of the building. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Billy. Uncle Billy. Ugh. Uncle Billy opens up the door to the sex basement. He is plastered with strange oils, confetti, and tassels, the likes of which George has never seen. Oh, geez, Uncle Billy, why don't you take some time to get yourself cleaned up? Just, uh, do you have yesterday's deposits for me? Yeah, yeah, let me just... Billy feels his naked chest, thin thighs. I thought I left it right over here. Where, where could it... Huh. You thought you left it Where? Uh, Taped to your naked body somewhere? Where are your clothes, uh, old man? Oh, okay. I put it in my pocket. I put it in my pocket. Oh, well, let's find your pocket. Where is it? All right. Uh, Billy looks up at the ceiling fan and pulls his pants off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wild party. <laughs> uh, he checks all of his pockets. George. George, I can't believe it. The money's not here. What are you talking about? The money's not here. What do you mean? I, I had it in my pocket. It's not here. Well, it has to be here, Billy. It's got to be here somewhere. Help me look for it. Well, okay. Let's uh, retrace all my steps. <laughs> the two Bailey men retrace Billy's steps from the night before. George Bailey growing more and more harrowed and getting a thousand yard stare as the search continues. <laughs> and then I was in her, but uh, she got sick. So then. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. The fat lady at the carnival. Whew. Oh, no. Watch out for that. Oh, dear. Now we were in the tunnel of love and we 
found some new areas of that. Oh, Uncle Billy, this is a disaster. The, the money could be anywhere. We don't, we don't know where it is. We're ruined. We're going to jail. We're going to jail. We're going to jail. Go to jail. I can't go back to jail, George. <laughs> well, we're both going to go to jail, Billy, old fool. George slaps Uncle Billy across the face and races off down the street as oh. he does every time he's under stress. Again. <laughs> Smash uh, wipe. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> the Bailey family household, Mary and George's children, are decorating the living room. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder what you are. Jesus, motherfucking Christ! Mary, Mary, get out of here! George explodes into the room, <laughs> kicking one of the children out of his way. Oh, sorry about that, Petals. <gasps> Listen, Mary, Mary, baby, you just ain't seen nothing yet. Get out of here! Oh, <laughs> George, George, what is it? Uh, 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 things are going well. Uh, I don't want to tell you because I don't want to alarm you, but I'm, I'm in a bad mood and I uh, things are very bad. George, calm down. Here, uh, tell the, the fucking kids to stop singing those Christmas tunes. George, watch your language in the house. Oh, jeez. Hey, what happened? The teacher kicked our one kid out of class. What's going on with her? It doesn't Zuzu. matter. Why don't you calm down, George? <laughs> George throws a temper tantrum in the corner and starts kicking furniture around. Bring, bring. Oh. George pulls out his cell phone. Hello? Hey, I'm your kid's teacher's husband. Listen, your kid's being a real piece of garbage at school. I just wanted to call and tell you, apropos nothing. Hey. How about I come down there and I carve you up, you piece of garbage? The fuck you say to me? I, you come over here and say it like a, like a ma ma man. I'll come over to your house and swear to God, George Bailey. I'm going to uh, shit down your throat. <laughs> George throws his phone across the room and uh, stomps out of the household. I haven't thrown my phone so far since I listened to an episode of Muff Movies, and the man told me to do so. Hey, <laughs> Children runs up and th clutches onto Mary's skirts. Mommy, what's wrong with Daddy? That's not your father. She looks up at the full moon. Oh no, is Baron Mind back? <laughs> A shadow passes over the moon. <laughs> Put salt around the doors, children. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the streets of Grover's Corners... <laughs> George races to his car. He dives in and drives to the local bar. I, I gotta fix this with getting hammered. A newspaper flutters over the windshield of George's car. The newspaper emits a strange, evil energy. The police are coming for you, Bailey. Oh, get off me, Mr. Potter's Horcrux! George stabs it with a basilisk tooth and it explodes. <laughs> One down. <laughs> he pulls up to Martini's bar. <laughs> oh, hello there, Mr. Bailey. What oh. can I do for you? Oh, jeez, Vincenzo. I got it. I'm in a bad way. Give me a double bourbon. Well, you're not usually much of a drinker, George. Is everything going all right? You need something taken care of for you. Oh, boy. If only it were that simple. But no, I got legal troubles. Oh, George. Hey, did you say your name is George Bailey? Yeah, yeah. Who wants to know? Yeah, it's me, that teacher's husband. My name, because I got a name before you say that I ain't. Is Travlo Morphedin? Are you are you some sort of insect man? No, I'm a human being. You come here and say that to my face. Oh well, that's funny because you're bugging me. George Poof. shatters a glass over the teacher's husband's head. <laughs> Fuck you, huh? You want a piece of this? Hey, George. Thug George, life. George, Thug life. George, George, George. Come on now, George. What? Ain't no one called me making a scene like that. No, I'm I'm let me get you home. I'm all right. Sorry, Vincenzo. I'm sorry. Listen, uh, you need a ride. Uh, no, I'm good to drive. I've only had six drinks. 
Yeah, that's the spirit. One for the road. Yeah, here you go. Merry Christmas, George. Vincenzo injects him with some heroin. <laughs> okay, that's a good, good, good man. George Weaving climbs back into his car and starts driving. Hey, George Weaving, get out of my car. Hey, you'll never catch me, George Bailey. I'll get you. Motherfucker. <laughs> George Weaving steals Bailey's car. George, drunk as a lord, tries to walk home, but finds he's gone in the wrong direction. He's now standing on an icy, snow-covered bridge. We see him look down into that cold water. Well, the world would probably be better off if I'd never even been born. Cthulhu What's that gathering, Dark? Cthulhu. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's the shadow beings again. Yeah, you you finally got me, you old necromancer. Go ahead. Have your way with this husk of a body. Just put an end to it. No, no! (laughs) Billy Bailey jumps in front of the shadow beast, and all of his orifices are hentai-like penetrated by its evil tentacles. Ah, I can take it! I can't! I've dealt with worse than you! Oh, Uncle Billy! Why did you do it? Because I care about you, George. Now, now, get out of here. Billy runs off into the distance and explodes in a beam of light. Oh, that's another person that sacrificed themselves for me. Bonsai! <laughs> Suddenly, another man jumps off the bridge from above him. What? What? Hey! Oh, help me! I'm drowning in the water! Oh, 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 Lord, deliver me! <laughs> Wink! Oh, no! Oh, jeez! I'm gonna die in here! George strips off his coat and jumps in after the mysterious man, saving him from <laughs> certain death in the cold waters of the river. Fade wipe. Fade wipe. To uh, a gatehouse near the bridge. A gay house? A gay house near the bridge. Nice. A happy gay couple (laughs) with their adopted children are leading a completely normal, healthy life. So as we were saying, you please don't refer to this as a gay house. It is just a household. I know it's the 1920s, but it's the same as anybody else's relationship. Uh, Thank you very much, my gay rescuers. We're just your rescuers. All right. We'll talk to you later. Boy, it's going to take a while to get used to this. We're going to put the kids to bed. It's a new world. Yeah, you got no idea the gay men turn to the camera and give a long-suffering shrug. (laughs) So as I was saying, (laughs) I'm an angel from heaven. First of all, I do not like those two gentlemen, but uh, I'm proud. Thank you for rescuing me. I'm glad we're warm in here. And um, I've been sent to make it so that you don't kill yourself. You're not an angel. I can tell that much. You're an old man. Well, no, I'm not an angel yet. I don't have my wings. I'm an angel second class. Okay, I think you're schizophrenic and you need some some Valium. Some Valium, huh? Yeah, here, take one of these. Okay, let me just grab that. Clarence grabs the offered pill and it bursts into flames in his angel hands. Psychiatry is a sin. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, Jace is right. Well, you certainly are some sort of weird magician, if nothing else. What do you want with me? I've come to save your life, George Bailey. You were trying to kill yourself, and you would have if you didn't save me first. Yeah, and I still will. I, I think you'd ask around town a little bit. Everybody would probably agree that things would be better around here if I'd never been born in the first place. Oh, well, now you're talking. You never want to be born? What? Confliguramo! <laughs> Clarence raises his hands and the world bursts into uh, flame. magical flame. <laughs> Everything, all life is singed off the face of the earth. We return to Pangea, a time before continents, before man, 
Paleozoic life is just beginning to form. Well, we're going to wait around here for a while, you know, and then we'll catch up after several eons and you'll see what it was like oh, if you wasn't born. Mother of God! What, 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 what is this? This? What's that, Joseph? <laughs> fast forward. All right. <laughs> Zip. They fast forward to the 1920s through 50s. <laughs> Well, all right, here we are. What do you mean, here we are? This is the exact same uh, gay couple's house that we were in before. Now, once my clothes are dry, I'm going to leave you. Knock, knock, knock. What? Hello, it's us, a heterosexual couple. What are you doing in our house? What, 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 what are you talking about? What? Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. We don't want your kind. The heterosexuals chase George and the angel out of their home. <laughs> You see, George, because you were never born, this town's a lot less tolerant of people that are different and a lot less kind. Well, those people must be crazy. I, I, I gotta get back to my car and get back to Mary and killing myself and whatnot. No, George, stick with me. Don't run. Oh, he's gone. George is running back and goes past the bar where he got into that tussle. He looks up at the neon sign, and instead of martinis, it says Nick's. Oh, who changed the bar? What is this? Some sort of a flim-flam operation? All right, chum, what can I get you? Uh, hello, Nick. Uh, where's your boss tonight? I need to talk to him. Now, listen, I don't know what kind of game you're playing, but if you want to be pulling my leg, you better buy me dinner first. All right, all right. Uh, just give me a double bourbon, the, the usual. And what do your friend have? I haven't had a drink in 600 years. Whoa! Have you been following me, old wizard? What, who, me? <laughs> no, not you, Dumbledore. What? I'm Dumbledore. You're talking about the wizard from the Dune Sea. Uh, what? It's me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> no, not you, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I was the robe runner this whole time. <laughs> Are you talking to me, old man? Get out of here, necromancer. <clears throat> You'll have to exercise me. <laughs> Can everyone just shut the fuck up and <laughs> let me order a drink? <laughs> George Bailey looks around and realizes that Nyx is entirely populated by customers from the wizarding world. Now listen, you. This is a wizard's bar, and we don't want no muggles screwing the place up. So unless you can produce a horcrux from your body, I'm suggesting you're going to want to take your business elsewhere. Well, uh, it's funny you mention a horcrux because you take a look at this. George parts his hair, <gasps> but the lightning scar is gone. <gasps> What, 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 I, what, what's the meaning of this? The meaning of it is that since you were never born, there was no one to face off against Mr. Potter. He remains at the height of his powers and has full control over the eldritch energies of Grover's Corners. Well, that's, that's impossible. You're talking nonsense, you old fuddy-duddy. How dare you call me that? Sorry. <laughs> George walks out of the bar, frustrated, pissed off. And don't come back. Yes, and don't come back. And, and don't come back. <laughs> what other famous wizards are there? Merlin. And don't come back. I don't know that we've done any other ones. Yeah. We've done a lot of wizards in our time, Andy. Yeah, we shouldn't have. Yeah. That was just a walk down memory lane. Gonna miss those wizards. Onward and upward. George. And don't come back. <laughs> and don't come back. <laughs> yeah, don't come back. I don't know what else characters we've done. I don't think so. That's our and that's our eight voices. Come back. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
uh, George races into the center of town. He looks around and doesn't see Grover's Corners written anywhere. Now it says Pottersville. <gasps> what? The town, the night sky is illuminated with neon lights everywhere. Every single building is some sort of hot dance club, cat house, pawn shop. for goyles and goyles and goyles. <laughs> nice. George... Come over here, George Bailey. Whoa, whoa, oh, oh, wait a minute. Where's the Bailey savings and loan? The, the, this building used to be my, mine. Oh, that old place went under years ago. Uh, our Dark Lord Potter destroyed it with his mind fire. Oh, jeez, this, this is getting out of control here. That's right, George. Without you being alive, everything did get out of control. Well, uh, 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 hey, there's there's old there's old Ernie, the, the cabbie. Ernie, Ernie! Wait, what was Ernie's voice like? Well, 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 it's me, your Uncle Bingo. <laughs> it's time to get in old Ernie's cab. Uh, well, Ernie, can you take me to my wife's house, please? I want to see my wife and kids. Now listen up, pal. I'd never seen you before in my life. Well, what do you mean? We've been friends my whole life, Ernie. Sounds like someone slipped you a Mickey. Well, whatever. Take me to the old Johnson mansion on the edge of town, then. All right, then, screwball. Ernie drives past a cop and slaps the side of his car, pointing to his passenger. Yeah, what? Follow me. Why didn't you just say that? Why are you doing all this shit? I don't want to alert him, you you fucking screw. Oh, all right. All right. (laughs) They drive off the cop, slowly pursuing behind. Oh, this is the place. Let me out. Let me out, Ernie. All right. Uh, what's his name? Neil deGrasse Tyson? George Bailey. (laughs) George Bailey gets out. Hi, I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson. Well, uh, Neil, Neil. Uh, you yes, got, can I help you? You got to explain what's going on here. My house, where, and Mary's not in it. It's all dilapidated. Well, I'm afraid I can't explain anything. You see, I, I never had enough money to open my observatory at the edge of town. So I'm, instead of a famous physicist, I'm just a down-on-his-luck old crackpot that sits on a porch. What? Yeah, that's right. It's a real shame. Well, anyway, I'll see you later, George Bailey. Neil deGrasse Tyson wipes off his bloody shiv and <laughs> continues his drifter's <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. What's the matter with my house? Why does it look like this? All right, all right, freeze, you <laughs> fucking scumbag. Well, leave me alone, Corporal Piggins. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just trying to go home to my wife and kids. Well, you can go home to the prison cell because you're bugging everybody the community out. Uh, no, 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 leave me alone. Leave me alone. Uh, get him. <laughs> I'll save you, George Bailey. <laughs> Clarence swoops in on the back of a giant eagle and leaps on uh, Colonel A mighty battle begins as George races off into the night. You shall not pass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is a nightmare. Let me go. Let me go. Mary! Mary! Has anybody seen my wife, Mary? Are you talking about Mary, the old spinster? (laughs) Never got married. She's like the biggest failure imaginable for a young lady at this time in history. What are you talking about, flying spider? Well, me and my fellow spiders have been keeping tabs on old Mary. She never fell in love and has lived in the library all her life. Oh, there she is now. Look at her stupid glasses. Well, what? We see old spinster Mary, who is still a beautiful woman. Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> uh, but she has glasses on and her hair is in a bun. Ugh. Leaving the library late at night, she looks fearfully around the darkened, foggy streets of Pottersville. 
and races as quickly as she can towards the front door. <laughs> oh, Mary! Mary, <laughs> stop! No, no, who are you? Oh, it's me. It's not a necromancer. It's George. I'm your husband, George. George catches up to her and whips her around. He presses his face close to her, and she flips out from the tips out. <laughs> <laughs> ah, let go, let go! <laughs> no, uh, don't you recognize me, baby? Come on, I love you. I need uh, comfort. Is this fellow bothering you? Oh, my God in heaven. <laughs> It's old Mr. Potter. Well, it's one of his shades, that's true. Now, Mary, you know you're not supposed to be out after curfew. I'm so sorry, my lord. No, you'll have to pay the tax, I'm afraid, Mary. You and your friend here. What's your name, my juicy young boy? My name is George Bailey, and I I'm not afraid of you, you old capitalist. Ha ha ha. Such spirit as I've not seen in years. Well, George Bailey, I wonder if you would indulge me by giving me a taste of... Your immortal soul. No! <laughs> the necromancer's shade swoops down, its mouth wide open, and leaps at George. But before it can claim his soul, Clarence dives in the way, and the necromancer sucks up the angel's old man body. <sighs> oh. What? What is this? Such power as I've never felt before. Why, this... This, this changes everything. <laughs> Suddenly, Potter <laughs> grows into an enormous, even more powerful final form. A single wing appears from his back. Oh, no. His hands lengthen into horrible scythe-like claws. Talk about angel food cake. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Angel food cake indeed, my dear boy. You have some powerful friends willing to die for you. How very... Useful you shall be. Potter scoops up George Bailey in his giant clawed hand and starts squeezing him. George, a terrified beyond all measure, cries out, Oh, please, God, don't let me die. I want to live. I want my old life back. I'll never try to commit suicide again. Who's that you're talking to, boy? God? I killed God years ago. And I took his place. The moon grows black as a shadow races past it. <laughs> My lord Baron, I have a new sacrifice for you. What have you brought before Baron? A being known as a George Bailey. Ah, the final Bailey. I shall relish his collection. Well, what are you talking about? Aren't you that crazy old necromancer that my uncle destroyed? No. <laughs> that what? was one of my many agents, the great Cthulhu. Oh, that's right. That happened in the other reality where I was actually born. That's right. And now you shall kneel and be dismembered by Baron Mars. Oh, no, no, please, no. A red light glows over George Bailey's crotch, and suddenly his dick vanishes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bear in mind. What? Why don't you pick on somebody your own thighs? What? <laughs> Who is this? Mary, a lone voice in the darkness, stands in the middle of Pottersville with the bedraggled people of Pottersville and stares at the necromancer's moon many miles above the earth. How dare you speak to your baron in such a way? <laughs> Too long have the people of this town have just done whatever you wanted, and I'm sick of it. Now, I don't know who that man is, but but somebody was... Not a man anymore. To... What? Uh, he dismanned me. 
Oh, that doesn't change your, that doesn't change who you are. I'm sorry, let's go back to your speech. <laughs> a penis, a man's more than a penis, George Bailey. Oh, Mary, so refreshing to hear you say that. And you had, you had somebody willing to die for you, so you must be worth something. Oh, yeah. I guess I am worth something. I'm feeling pretty good about my- ah! <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Mr. Potter- Mr. Potter. Pops George Bailey into his necromancer's mouth. Ah! Oh, quickly, everyone, show them what we've got. Show them what we are. The people of the town, the dispirited town of Pottersville, join hands and imagine a better future, a future before Bear in Mind and before the reign of Mr. Potter, a future where just one man stood up against the tyranny of necromancers. And a song begins. <laughs> it starts in low, and then it starts to grow. <laughs> Welcome Christmas Christmas Day. The moon rides and shakes around. Neil deGrasse Tyson stands at the old observatory. The gun in its <laughs> in its tripod pointed straight towards the moon. Smile, you son of a bitch. He shoots his moonshot straight into Baron Mines ah. Lunar Headquarters. Oh. I'll save you, my lord. Wait. Wait. What is this? My my chest it, it burns. My lord, it burns! I must retreat back to my own reality. Goodbye. The moon spins around once, <laughs> twice, <laughs> thrice, and on its third rotation, bear in mind presence is entirely gone. <laughs> Mr. Potter, the god Potter now, looks down at his chest, which now begins to glow with a horrible inner light. Eh? What could be bursting out from the interior of his horrible chest? Nah, pop. It's me, Carruthers. <laughs> I've been serving that son of a bitch too long. What? Carruthers, I thought that you were devoured years ago. Yeah, I've been living on uh, old military rations. You see, I fought in World War One, and I know how to fight a necromancer or two. <laughs> well, it's good because look out behind you. Huh? <laughs> the remainder of Mr. Potter leaps up, his body barely hanging together, <laughs> and leaps upon Carruthers. Yeah. <laughs> Now, quick, George Bailey, I'm going to open a time tunnel for you to get back to the Alpha timeline. But yeah, I've only got a few seconds here. Go, run as fast as you can. All go! Right. Here we go! <laughs> George Bailey runs with extreme velocity towards the clock tower of town. No! Quick, George Bailey, get over here. It's us, the wizards. Now, we've built a very powerful magical portal for you. All the wizards join George in his fast run towards the clock tower. <laughs> We're all going to shoot soul magic together at the top of the clock tower. Soon as you leap through... To the top of the clock tower? What, are you scared of heights, George Bailey? No, I'm just a man. George, what? get over here. Oh. <laughs> Dumbledore grabs George by the lapels. Then <laughs> they stop for a coffee break. <laughs> You've got to do this, you understand? You're the only one that can do this. Get back to the future. I'll do it, old man. Now quickly, up the clock tower. <laughs> the necromancer's forces pour down the street as the wizards, with Carruthers' help, 
Open the portal on the side of the old clock tower. George climbs and climbs. A gorilla on the roof throws barrels at him. <laughs> oh, there! Oh. You'll never get me, old ape! George, it's me, Vincenzo. I will assist you. It's like we're brothers. <laughs> Vincenzo and his mooks open fire on the ape atop the clock tower. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> you fools! You'll never stop me! And they never did. <laughs> the, the end. end. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, George grabs onto the top of the clock tower. Uh, the dials of the clock spin madly. They glow with white hot energy, and the portal opens up, sucking George Bailey into it. <laughs> the time tunnel closes behind George Bailey. George wakes up on the snowy bridge. He stands and looks down at the icy water. Hey, what's going on out here? Uh, uh, nothing. I was just had the strangest experience. Hey, my lightning scar is back. Yeah, it is. George? Yeah. What are you doing here, George? Just hanging out. What are you doing here, officer? <laughs> well, I'm not a policeman. I just live on this house over here. Oh, I forgot. Hey, how's your husband? He's fine. Do you need anything? Yeah, I, I, I need to see Mary. Give me a ride back to the dilapidated mansion. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Pretty pushy, but let me just check in and we'll get going. Hi, I'm pretty pushy. <laughs> All right, go home, pretty pushy. It's cold. Everyone get inside. All right. I'm going to take George home. Greg, Smash guy. the character we never gave a name to, drives George back to his house. The nameless gay man, <laughs> representative of all our gay friends. That's right. Mary! Mary! George, where have you been? Uh, I've had a crazy dream. Oh, hello, officers. Well, hello, uh, uh, George. It's, it's a shame to do this to you on Christmas, but these bank assholes are here and they're going to arrest you. I whatever. know. I'm going to jail. Isn't it wonderful? What? Oh, hey, kids. How are you doing, kids? Oh, I love you so much. Hi, Dad. Well, you've had a real change of heart. Yeah, I'm sorry I yelled at you guys earlier. I was going through some really weird, crazy stuff. No, I'm still afraid of you. <laughs> no, don't be. George kisses his daughter on the forehead. George is just overflowing with radiance and joy and love for just the the blessing of being alive. He doesn't care if he goes to jail. All right, George. Now stop that. Stop that. Stop overflowing radiance for a second. We still got to take you to jail on Christmas Eve. Uh, yes, I'm the bank representative. Unless you can provide me with... Two thousand dollars, and you're going to jail. Oh, two thousand dollars? That's a fortune in 1920s to 1950s money. I'm afraid I just don't have it. Well, get your asshole ready. Can you please watch your um, <laughs> language around my children? <laughs> Suddenly, there comes a knocking at the door. Not, a knocking not... at the door. Excuse me, is this a Bailey residence? Uh, yes, Mr. Knox, I'm, I'm afraid this is a really bad time. I, I'm terribly sorry to bother you, but we've all heard that George Bailey was having a problem, and so we wanted to contribute a little bit, why not? Uh, Knox tosses a few crumpled, sweaty bills on the floor of the Bailey household. Yeah, there you go. I, oh, I guess I'll just healthy. pick those up off the garbage. Yeah, and, and here's from me. I, I'm the Boy Scout leader. Oh my goodness! Uh, the Boy Scout leader hands her a pair of $20 bills. And sorry, I can't give more, George. And here's a little bit for me from the Rotarian Club. <laughs> and here's a little bit for me from the Taxidermy Society. And uh, here's a little bit for me and the boys back in the uh, old country. Oh, and here's a little bit for me! A character that you cut from the movie! <laughs> and here's something from me. I hope you accept credits. <laughs> 
Content people from Georgia's past continue to pour in. Oh, here's something for me. The here's old, uh, motherfucker. Here's the, <laughs> the old owner of the pharmacy. Uh, here's something for me. That girl whose name I forgot yeah. from his past, oh, who's violent. trying to steal him from Mary. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here you George, go. George, it's me, your brother. Uh, Harry, you're still alive. Yeah, I'm back from the war, and uh, I brought back some Nazi gold. I was going to keep it and use it to uh, start my own business, but seems like you need it more. Here. Oh, wow. <laughs> Gee. Hey, sir. George holds up a basket of all sorts of assorted valuables to the bank man. Well, uh, do you suppose this will suffice? Oh, I think that will more than suffice. And in fact, I might toss in an extra $2 myself. Oh, God bless you. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, George. Who are you? That's me, your old dad's ghost. Oh, my God. <laughs> We'll take care of this. <laughs> the Iraqi Ghostbusters burst in. Dun, 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 no, no, dun, no, dun, no, fellas, no, fellas, fellas, fellas. It's okay. He can stay. It's Christmas. That's my old dad. Well, as Iraqis, <laughs> we do love Christmas. <laughs> hey, how about a song, everybody? But first of all, how about a toast? All right. Hey, to George Bailey, the richest man in town. <laughs> Mr. Potter shakes his head sadly. <laughs> Actually, I think you'll find that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the jaw shark bursts out of the floor and devours Mister Father. Fahu forest, ahu dohes, welcome Christmas, Christmas Day. Ba ba da ba ba da ba 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 Merry Christmas, everybody! Uh, Merry Christmas, you guys. It sure was a pleasure to get to spend uh, this uh, one last little bit of time with you guys. Thank you all very much for spending time with us making Muff movies over the course of the last year. And I'm sad to be heading out, but it, this time was uh, very wonderful. So thanks again for listening. Thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, don't forget to tune in to future episodes of Blaster Podcast. Still going long, strong. And come to get the friction on. <laughs> and again, thank you so much for joining us for all these Muff movies. Mm. Uh, if uh, you're interested in what I'm doing in the future, I'm going to put everything up like I always do on Big Games with Ace, which is my blog. You can just search for uh, that in Google and my blog will come up. It's biggameswithace.blogspot.com is the web address. Um, so I cover stuff that I'm doing in Chicago and uh, usually stuff that other people are doing in Chicago that has to do with games. So if you're at all interested in that, you can find me there. And as always, you can be my Facebook friend. Although I don't think anyone's taken me up on that from Muff Movies. I thought you said a lot of people did. Uh, I, if I said that, I was lying. Because I don't think that anybody hmm. has has just out of the blue been like, Hi, I want to be your Facebook friend because I heard, I mean, maybe. Huh. Maybe all of my friends are just friends with me from Muff Movies. Yeah, Andy, I didn't want to say this, oh, but no. you're going to get a lot of unfriending <laughs> requests after this. That's okay. It's Christmas time. Yeah, it's Christmas time. You can always throw yourself off a bridge. That's true. Guess I'm off. Good night, everybody. We Good love night. you. Love you. See you soon. Yeah, and I recall that because the... The guy's like, sorry, we don't have a good suitcase. How'd you like this second hand job? And George is like, oh, that's great. I was like, did they know back then? I don't think so. What <laughs> a hand job was? Wow, 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 Martini, how would you like this second hand job? Hey, thank you very much. <laughs> it is with great humility that I received this handy from you. Well, Did you don't have to call it that. It's just a suitcase. Didn't I have like a weird word for... Blowgy? Was that it? 
like in one of the old Muff movies, like, oh, little blowgy. Something like that. I think so. That's from, uh, I first heard the word blowgy. Blowgy. Seems like something from Archer. I've heard Hanjo. You did. You said blowgy as, uh, as some old man at some point, I think. Uh, I'm surprised we haven't brought that back. <laughs> Below genius. Below genius. Mid-crawl! Blaster Podcast is a member of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. If you like my show, you might like some of the other podcasts you'll find there, like Write Club. Write Club is literature as blood sport. Two opposing writers, two opposing ideas, each fighting for deathless glory, hosted by polar opposites Ian Belknap and Lindsay Moscato. It's a cool show, and it makes you more cultured, you big oaf. Right, Club. Psst, 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 psst.